are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. Hope you are amazing. Oh my goodness, you guys. This week was so great. First off, I celebrated birthdays this month. And why are there so many birthdays in March and October? <laughs> I don't know, but it was a birthday month for me. I kept getting texts with someone's birthday, the 6th, the 9th, the 10th, the 12th, the 18th, the 19th. Whew, so many birthdays, <laughs> including mine. <laughs> so fun this week. So my week, needless to say, was outstanding. I just got back from a rainy, muddy run. And you know what? I really didn't train but I had decided to run it. So rain or shine, here I come. And well, it was certainly raining. We have this weather pattern called the Pineapple Express storms, and it did feel like a Pineapple Express. <laughs> so suffice it to say that I ran the entire race and was really surprised that I was able to run the race at my pace, mind you, but that I was able to do it. And you know what I love the most was that I ran with my nephew, and we just did it. We decided to show up despite the Pineapple Express. <laughs> the thing about runs is that getting started is where the struggle is. After that, the feeling you get is exhilarating. I felt like I could run another 5K back to back. It felt great. And there were so many people there, thousands of people. You would think the rain would have discouraged them, but no, they, like me, decided to do this thing. And so they did it. It was also a really amazing coaching week. I coached my clients and I felt pretty great about where we're at. And I got to spend some time with my sisters. Our afternoon tea date was just lovely. And I had a great time with my Remy. Our morning coffee chats are what I look forward to pretty much all week. And I also was very productive. I worked on my taxes because in the United States, it's tax time. And so tax entries, it was for me. <laughs> and it really was an A-OK -okay week. How did I get all that done? You know, I don't know. I just did. I decided ahead of time. I made my decisions ahead of time and I put them on my calendar. And when the time came, I showed up. How about you? Did you decide to go out there and hit any hills, any trails or treadmills? Or did you make the conscious decision to lay like broccoli during the weekend? How was your project weight loss? Well, for me, either way, it was the right decision. And I think for you too. So today, I want to talk about this topic of decision making. Let me start out by saying that I want to check in on our project weight loss and our project planning first. You see, deciding or redeciding is very important in project planning, especially when dealing with change orders or with risk assessments. And of course, there are the cost overruns of time and money due to not making timely or thought through decisions. There's so many reasons why it's so important to make decisions. And we think we should make decisions on the fly, but we do it all the time, every day. We make unconscious small decisions or we live in indecision over the big decisions we need to make out of fear of making the wrong decision. So let's talk about what it means to decide and why it is so important to make decisions. 
See, to me, a decision really is just the ability to resolve an issue or a question, to resolve what's in our way, what is weighing us down. So do you want to lose weight? What are the considerations of that? What are all the reasons that you may want to decide to do this? And what happens with decisions is that when we make a decision, we then create a conclusion or we decide to resolve a matter. So we start with an intention that really brings about a choice to go one way or another decision. And there's so many ways to see decisions. We can see them as judgments that lead us to create a determination, to create a desired outcome or a desired resolution. And this is so interesting to me because basically a decision starts with the thought that there is a way for us to create our own resolution, except we're not thinking exactly that thought. It's automatic. When our mind has the thought that it will decide, it goes to work to resolve. That's why the word resolve is well aligned with decision-making. But what happens many times is that we wait for others to decide for us. We ask for another person's opinion because we don't trust ourselves enough. We think we don't have enough information searching for the decisions outside of us. And don't get me wrong, I love teamwork and I have a very healthy respect for research. And you know, if you follow me, but what I'm talking about is those deep personal commitments to yourself and a way to make the smaller commitments too. And intuitively, we know what's right for us. We just don't get in there. You see, someone else can't decide the answer for you of what you really want. Only you are the master of that. I want to share a story of what happened to me recently on this topic and the reason for this episode. And that is how I went about my decision around who to work with for marketing. You see, I've created a great system for weight loss. And I really, really love helping people. So as a content creator and as someone who has lived this change, I get so excited for this work because I know the results and I have felt the sustainability of it. And it feels pretty darn amazing. But I want to get it out there to the world. I read a stat that there are over 500 million people out in the world that are suffering from obesity. Not just being a bit overweight, but obese. And I want to say that I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about wellness. So to me, I was one of those 500 million. And it wasn't only about how I looked. It was about how I felt. It was about all my health issues that accompanied it. So please know, I understand the feelings, the suffering. And when I heard that 500 million number, I thought, oh my goodness, if I could just help but a fraction, but I'm going to shoot for the moon in the hope that I fall with the stars. And I want to help those 500 million, if only with my simple bitty podcast. And my question then was, how can I market my podcast in my system? And so here is where this topic stemmed from for me. I had heard about the fantastic Frank Kern, marketer, and so I purchased a small, inexpensive marketing program of his. I started it, and it was complex for me. Now, I'm pretty techie. In fact, I am somewhat of a webmaster in my department. I made the decisions on designs and where the content will be added to the websites, etc., I project managed our entire new websites and I'm over the social media. I'm the public information officer and all the tech that goes along with that. So needless to say, tech is my friend. However, I started to do this work 
and stopped because some of the prompts didn't work for me. And so I set it aside and it went to a corner of my office. Then I learned that Pat Flynn, an amazing podcasting maester, well, I learned that he had a marketing course too, a really extensive how-to techie course. So I purchased that too. And I started and in the middle of it, it got a bit tricky. And so I stopped. Now, mind you, I did my podcast training with him and I did not stop with that. Even when it got tricky, I did not stop. And that's because I have made a deliberate and conscious choice, a decision to do the podcast by a deadline, no matter what. And so by goodness, I was going to figure it out along with Pat Flynn's help and help me. He did. I love that guy. Never met him personally, but I know him from his work and his ethics. So I started this podcast, but this marketing thing, not so much. So I stopped working on Pat Flint's how-to and decided to shelf it, to put it on the side of my desk. Then I came across Amy Porterfield, whom I have been listening to for quite a while, and I just love her. She is, in my mind, the maester in marketing. So what did I do? I bought her New York Times bestselling book, Two Weeks Notice. Congrats, by the way, <laughs> go girl. And I read it on the trip to my San Diego writer's retreat. And then I paid for her boot camp. I was all in. I watched all the replays. And if I could take my lunch and I had no meetings, I took my lunch during her class. Did I mention I was all in? <laughs> but guess what happened? She was offering a more thorough class on marketing and all the tech work. And it included all the areas that Pat Flynn's program included. And there I went, spinning in indecision. I hope you're seeing a pattern here. You see, I have a great product. And I know this because I've seen the outcomes, not just in me, but in others. And I put all the time and effort in the content of my work and in the people I serve, but none in the marketing or minimal in the marketing. And that was because I had not sat down and made a conscious choice. I had not made a strong and deliberate decision about the marketing. Not as important was the thought in my mind. But how can I get to the world if I don't market it? If I don't let people know? And I had not put the time and effort in that. And that was because I didn't make the decision. I went from one maester to another to another. And truth be told that any of these fantastic maesters could help me, any one of them. But I had to decide to show up fully and commit, not halfway, but 100%. Go big or go home. And this learning of new concepts feels like you're taking action, right? I feel like I'm taking action, but it's passive action. And I have a podcast on this topic. It's episode 12, Be Unstoppable. I have been consuming content and not creating the marketing piece of it, not fully acting in the business. And so I was taking all the steps with Amy, my most recent maester, and I made the conscious decision that I would work and pay for her products. But I was scattered because in my mind, it was not clear. I knew Amy was my jam for marketing without a doubt, but I had paid already for Pat's and I really like Pat too. I love his ethics. And so I carved out some time and I asked myself the questions. I asked, what do I want to do and why do I like my why? I wanted to work with Amy, but I didn't like the fact that I had not finished Pat's program. It didn't sit well with me. 
I needed to be honest and true to myself and make the decision to finish Pat's, Pat's program. I had to clean up my mind first. Look at those thoughts and the emotions they were creating. I made the intention to focus on Pat and decided I could and would complete Amy's program as soon as the content and systems were in place. And that would come from finishing what I started with Pat. I made a decision and that decision drove a mindset of purpose. Initially, I was searching for the answers outside myself, asking Amy, asking the help desk, what should I do? And all the time, I was softly quitting, gently quitting on myself, not wanting to learn and not wanting to do once it got hard. And then I said, oh, heck no, no way, not now, not now, Fee, you've come so far. So what was the final result of my decision? Well, the final result is not here yet. But I can tell you what I've decided. I will finish Maester Pat's techie program and fill in any missing pieces with what I learned from Amy's bootcamp. And as soon as the next opportunity presents itself, I will work with my marketing maester, Amy Porterfield. But first, I will finish Pat's program. You see, it's not always one only. Sometimes the decision is yes and yes, or yes, but not right now. I made a definite decision to work with Pat today and work with Amy as soon as I was done, but no later than March 20 of 2024. I put a date on it because I decided and claimed it. And there's no doubt, please hear me, no doubt in my mind that I can do the work to make this happen. You see, people say that commitment is where it's at. And I get that. I love commitment, but it's bigger than that. There's more to it. We need to make a deliberate decision first. And we do the same thing I did with the technical marketing stuff. We do it with our weight loss programs or gyms or equipment. At the beginning of the year, we go all in, all the different ways that will get us out there, a new diet, a Peloton, a treadmill, you name it. We do all the research of the best equipment of the best gyms, take all the passive action. We start it, dabble at it, but then it gets tricky or hard to continue and we soft quit on ourselves. And here's the thing, we really need to make a decision and focus on the important things we want because what happens is that we can get so scattered on all the things we have to do and get and read and prepare, but the actual doing, we don't get to it. So we research the best Peloton. We read all we need to do on the subject. We make the decision and then we stall. We can't fully decide because of the price, because of the space, because of the time. On and on we stall. Then we finally decide to get the bike or pay for the gym plan and are so excited when we get to it. And we use it a couple of times and then it just sits. And pretty soon the bike becomes a new coat hanger of our jackets. Or we drive by the gym and sigh as we pass it. And then over time, we don't even notice the gym anymore. And I think it's because we never truly made a clear decision for ourselves that led to true commitment. And what happens with the decision? First off, we lose time. Think of all the time I've lost going from one program to another. And you know what? Indecision is such a dream stealer. Remember my big dream, those 500 million people out there? What a dream stealer for me not to decide. Someone out there needs for me to make a decision. Then there's decision fatigue. Oh, it's too much. I'm done. 
So there goes that soft quitting again. Indecision can create chaos and unnecessary confusion in our minds. We feel scattered and more importantly, it can create stress and anxiety. Have you felt that way? Just too much. Then the emotion of regret kicks in. I should have done it. I started, should have started it or not done it. Why did I buy that bike or that treadmill? It's just sitting there collecting dust. So we second guess ourselves. We perceive we made the wrong choice, the wrong decision. And yet we are making these choices. To some extent, our path is walked by a series of choices, decisions we made. But here's the thing. Even when we make what we perceive as a wrong choice, we gain so much information, so much insight in what we could do, where we could change or how we are okay. Despite a perceived wrong choice, we are okay after all, and we can always pivot when the time is right for us to do so. In fact, project planning teaches us that. It's a crucial part of a project weight loss to course correct, to monitor, and to continue the plan. Decisions from our truth really helps with the follow through. The thing with decisions is that we really need to look at our span of control. Because as Marcus Aurelius, the amazing Stoic and Maester teaches us, we have to look at our span of control. So I see it in this way. We cannot decide for another independent adult. And the flip side to that, they should not be deciding for us. They can't answer our why. They can't feel into our intuition, into our personal truth. No matter how great they are, they're not you. They are not us. I love people, but they cannot decide for me. They cannot think for me or feel for me. You know, and this is why we hurt for other people and we want to change someone else. But inevitably, that doesn't work because that's not our span of control. Our span of control is us. And let me tell you, I have the great privilege of having some amazing close family and close friends, close group of friends, and still I have to make my decisions. Here's what I've learned. Here's what I have done to make a decisive decision. <laughs> decisive decision. Well, first, allocate a time and space to make the important decisions. It does not take much time. What takes time is the thought and judgment of it the research and due diligence of your project. Second, ask the question, what does my gut tell me? What is that inside feeling in my soul and my heart, the instinct and intuition? Is it fear? Well, fear is usually an indication that we're on the right path because change is so freaking scary to our brains. The knot in our stomach that tells us, what are you thinking? You can't do that. Look at the past. You've never done it. But all that means is that we're on the right path. And I love to ask myself, what do I really want, Fee? And why do I want it? So I want to pause here for a moment and define what this instinct means to me. Well, what does my heart say? You know, this idea of love, I started my podcast with a thought of choosing love. And whenever you're stuck, think what is the right and most loving thing to do for me? And likely, if you're deciding for a minor or someone you're responsible for, ask the same questions to make those decisions. 
Because for me, in the end, and in the beginning, it is about love. Then we move to step three, trusting yourself that there's no wrong decision. Why? Because there's no hindsight in this moment. And because when you decide for you, based on your logic and intuition, you create space for you to think clearly. And this process creates so much freedom. And here's the golden question I love to ask. If I could create a win-win situation either way, and if my outcome was great either way, which way would I go? You see, this cleans it up for me because if both are good, then I can just choose the right decision for me. Fourth, your decision shapes your evolution as an individual and as a species. And so the decisions call for wisdom, courage, and temperance, just like the Stoics teach us. Why? Well, because we're the rulers of our minds and our persons, right? Fifth, We hold so much power. And when we decide, it releases, it unleashes that power that generates energy to move us into action, to help us have a strong commitment and can move us when needed to course correct. You see, decisions are wonderful. Project management teaches us that we can always course correct major setbacks, not losing our eye on the prize on that ultimate project. And so what does it mean? Well, there will be fear. There will be mistakes. There will be failures. And all of it is part of the process. Because you know what? What do we have to lose if we go for the best? Think about it. We went for gold. The worst is not going for the gold. That's what can eat us up inside. Now, I want to pivot a bit because I have to say that when we make decisions, we want to make them with our full faculties. And let me tell you what I mean by that. You see, so many times I made the decision to lose weight and gosh, I white knuckled it all the way through. Why? Because my body, my brain was fighting me. My brain was controlled by the flour and sugar. I thought that if I ate the low fat, fake sugar sweets, that that would lead me to my success. Not knowing that my own body was forcing my mind to make me think that every time I went off plan, it was my decision to do so. But it wasn't. It was the hormones were being blocked by insulin. And then, and this is backed up by research, my friends. And then my mind tricked me to think that I had made a new decision to go off plan. I know it sounds illogical, but it's absolutely true. There's a great research study by Rodolfo Ginas on this topic of our brain circuits, the motor cortex of our brain and decisions. I learned about him from the great maester Susan Pierce Thompson. Shout out to Susan. So the hormone of leptin never kicked in to tell me, hey, Fee, remember you said to stop eating when you're full? What would happen instead was that I thought, well, I changed my mind. Go ahead and eat. After all, this is just the way I am. I'm just a foodie. I love to eat good food. I deserve that treat. I work so hard. Life's pleasures are worth it. And on and on it goes. So when we make decisions about our project weight loss, just like we need to clean up our mind and be clear with our intuition and our gut, well, we also have to clean it up physically and yeah, clean up the gut too. (laughs) Sorry, that sounded funny, but it's true. We have to clean up those hormones and we have to take a look at our thinking errors that have us substantiating us deciding against our own best interests. 
So those low sugar, low fat, sweet snacks, they are messing with us. They are not my friends. No, they're not. And here's where I part with so many of these large weight loss programs. I love so much about them, but the snacky stuff, it is sabotaging our clean decisions and our commitment. Those low calorie chips, low calorie stuff, they want to sell us. It's a fake solution. So leptin can work. When you make the decision to stop eating the foods that sabotage you and make the decision to eat the foods that serve you, talk to your doctor and clean up your food so your decisions on how you will get to your weight goal will serve you better and faster. So for us in our project weight loss, the decision to clean up the food is such a pivotal decision. And to me, here's the next pivotal decision in our project weight loss is to decide to bet on ourselves, to decide to go all in on ourselves. And really at the base is deciding to do this for your own self-growth and self-improvement. You promote you. You choose to bet on you. You decide your health for you. The cost is too great not to do this. You know, I used to think I can't afford that or I can't do that. Or if I do Jenny Craig, or if I do WW, or if I do all of this, what's the cost? It's too expensive. I can't do that. And I would even say it's unfair because all the food that is out there is so unhealthy. It's cheap and unhealthy. And it's so easy for me to be overweight. And when I dropped all that and said, I'm a project manager, I can manage this project and I can manage my life. I just need a piece of a roadmap. That little bit of help and not even a lot. I just need to decide to commit knowing that there is a process, there is a way and follow that, right? And it's just like my marketing. Any of these programs or masters can really work in the end. And for me personally, I created my Project 66 and my Veritas system. I stuck with it. Out of all the pieces of the puzzle you need to do, one of the first pieces is to envision yourself making this decision to put your health first. Your spirit will thank you. Your future self will thank you. So let's go be about it in all aspects of it. And that's what decisions do, my friend. Creates motivation and makes the actions a bit easier. Now, I'm not going to say, well, I don't have time. I have another engagement, another responsibility. It's like the shiny penny situation I have, right? I will not get distracted. And you know, it's deep inside me, this confidence. And that's the other thing. Making decisions and then honoring those decisions creates so much confidence when we know we have our own backs. Oh my goodness. And I can say this for me. When I made the decision to be fully all in on this and committed and I was all in, it changed everything for me. It was an inside job. Make the decisions for yourself. Decide to change your habits to healthy living. Decide to create the quality of life that fits you. (laughs) So good. So let me recap. A decision starts with the choice of options you have. Decisions you need to make to reach a conclusion. Live that vision, that intention. Everything is on the table for you to sift through and make a thoughtful decision. In project planning, Indecisions can cost us. So set a time and space for you to make your important decisions. Lay out all those considerations and ask yourself, what is in my span of control? (laughs) As the Stokes teach us, if it is truly not in our control, it's time to let it go. 
So when making the considerations, the big consideration is what is my gut and my heart telling me to do? Ask why and be about the reason you love to do what you resolved, decided to do. Don't be quick to change your decision to reach your goal. Change how you get there. Trust that you have made the best decision you could make. Because remember, hindsight is non-existent in this moment of today. Accept that fear comes with the big decisions and do it anyway. Evolve anyway. Go at it with courage because the worst case scenario can be not living your best case scenario, as my coach Brooke loves to say. If I'm scared, it just means I'm on the right track because evolving, changing can be so scary. Fear is an old friend with good intentions, and we could make the decision to accept fear and take it with us on our journey. For your food, consult your doctor and talk to them about leptin resistance. Let go of the flower brain (laughs) that is fluff. When it comes to the flower, it's not useful on the regular. Sugar and flour block our ability to make sound food decisions for our project weight loss. The research teaches us that. Decide to bet on yourself, market yourself, and commit to your growth in this process. Be about it. Decide to work your project weight loss and lose the weight and lose what's weighing you down. Decide to do the follow through, the unstoppable action. So here are the big decisions that for me, I would make in a heartbeat. I would have my beautiful two children. I would remarry my husband, the kind, beautiful man he is. I would spend any chance I get traveling with my bestie, San and Mo. (laughs) Be there for my family and my dear friends. Go on runs and walks with my son and my nephew. Have weekend getaways and trips to Whole Foods with my girly. Learn as much as I can so I can evolve and share and be there for you, my friend. You are part of my heartbeat now. So what decisions will you make or remake? What decisions will you make for your life or for your project weight loss? Would you decide to lose the waste once and for all for your overall health? Would you love and accept yourself through the process, loving you as a non-negotiable? Would you help others along your journey by being responsible, being an example, and caring for your fellow man? What say you? And so I will leave you this week with the words of the beautiful soul, Nelson Mandela. May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. Decide to have a beautiful week, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.